Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. I do my interviews walking and talking around LA. This interview is with Cray. She's a producer and a gamer. She thought she was going to be an artist management, but she realized she was really, really good at making music. So she came with her name, Cray. It's not really an abbreviation for crazy. It's more for her name, Chini Ray. And then in 2016, she was an opener for Anna Luno's Hyper House tour that gave her a kind of a buzz. And then since then, she's played so many big festivals, hard, Izu. And she also went to Japan to tour with Skrillex like it's crazy. So we talk about everything. Hope you guys have fun with this one. today i'm here with cray hi it's me oh so you were were you born in arizona yeah i was born in arizona moved to canada when i was like three and then lived there until i was like 18 and then moved to orange county went to school there and then moved to la after that what what brought you from arizona to canada uh, my your parents yeah my from? mom and my dad divorced my mom remarried and he was a canadian and so he was like pack up your shit we're going to canada so then Oh, so that's pretty yeah. early. You were like only really, really young, yeah. so it didn't really like. I literally, I, I truly am Canadian. Like I'm a, like I am American now, but like yeah. I'm very Canadian. I say pasta, I get shit on. Like, <laughs> I like hockey. Patines are like good. Where were you like growing up? The same as now. <laughs> I, I, I'm very. I don't know. I'm stubborn, and I always do. My mom always tells me I'm an original. She calls me an original because mm-hmm. I wouldn't let anyone tell me what to do. So like I don't know. I just I was running around, like I had ADHD. I, I was diagnosed with a lot of learning disabilities. And when I was in high school, they were like, they couldn't figure out why I wasn't like learning mm. or like retaining information. So they were yeah. like, just take your iPod and just listen to music all during class. So I'd get like, yeah. so I took my dad's iPod. How old were you around this age? Like, I think I was like 13. Yeah. So I took my dad's iPod and it had like Groove Armada on it, like mm-hmm. old house music and shit, yeah. like the Beatles. So I just listened to that all day and that kind of got me into me- like loving music and I don't yeah. know, appreciating it now, I guess. What kind of subjects were you into back then? Uh, I, I don't even know. Like, I hated, I'm not a school person. Mm-hmm. I don't really fuck with school. I think just the education system in general is pretty flawed, but uh, I did a lot of arts. Like, I like the arts. I did a lot of sports. I did a lot of, like, creative stuff compared to, like, yeah. schooling. Like, I failed math 10, like, 12 times. Like, I'm, I never of, wanted yeah. to study. <laughs> what kind of sports were you into back then? I was captain of the volleyball team. Oh wow! It's very good. But I wasn't that good. <laughs> uh, but I was pretty. Good. I was pretty good, but not that good. Um, I played. I played all sports. I, I tell this to a lot of people. Like I did everything mediocre. Mm-hmm. I never chose one thing to be good at. I did everything but like mediocre. <laughs> that makes sense. Like I played basketball was okay. Played soccer was okay. Played baseball was okay. I just did it all, but just tried it all. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get over your learning disability? Did you have someone like help you? Uh, I had a lot of tests. I got prescribed with Adderall. Adderall didn't work. So now I'm on Vyvanse. But on it since I was, you know, in high school. I have acute hearing, so I like I overly hear. My ears are really sensitive. So mm. like whenever I'm at shows, I have to turn the booth monitor down. Oh wow. Yes, which is like fine. You know, people are like, oh my god, you poor thing. I'm like, it's completely fine. It's when you live with something, you kind of adapt to how to learn yeah. without it. You know, I'm complete, if I don't take my Vyvanse, I'm not like a zombie or something. I'm completely fine. Mm-hmm. It's just harder to do tasks and it's harder to hear stuff. But, uh, you know, I just, I did my thing. Yeah. I just did what I could do. And I'm, very, I'm much more into the creative. So I stuck kind of in that genre. Like I wasn't going to go be an engineer. So, <laughs> I, you know, it was easier just to like kind of stay in my own lane and what I was good at. What kind of creative stuff were you into back then? I really loved art. I, 
I love photography. I wanted to be a photographer oh, before wow. before I wanted to be a musician. I wanted to be a photographer. But I was like, my mom was like, uh, but like, like you know, like they don't make a ton of money. And I was like, I guess you're right. Like thinking about it, I was back then I was like, I need to like be able to like buy a house and a dog, you know, like, I need to be out by those things. So I kind of gave up on it. And when I was in college, I didn't have enough time to do it. But I took headshots of people and I went to Africa and took a ton of photos oh, there wow. and like was obsessed with it. But like at the end of the day, I made like a book, but you can't really sell them, you know, like it's hard for a photographer to get out there. So I just yeah. kind of gave up on it. Do you still have like a professional camera now that you shoot? With? Yes, I take a lot of photos now, but more just like personal, like fun photos. I don't really yeah. like. I'm not like. I have like a ton of like. Porf- I have a portfolio, but I don't really show anyone because it's so old. You know, I'm like, hey, here's my portfolio. <laughs> but I still do love the art of taking photos. I just don't expect it to be, you know, a job. Mm-hmm. I never expected it to be a job. I kind of just gave up on it. What kind of careers are your parents in? My mom is a fashion designer. So yeah, she keeps really me cool. keeps me feeling really swaggy. That's why everyone's like, "Why do you look so cool?" I'm like, first off, I'm wearing like literally like thrift store stuff, <laughs> but she's really cool doing that type of stuff and designing and that kind of thing. And my stepdad is um, re- he does real estate and development for malls and like really big sta- like developments in Canada. Mm-hmm. And my real dad sells cool stone, like like con- like a uh, granite and shit. Oh wow! Like he like makes fireplaces and shit. My yeah. first full-time job. Yeah. That's so cool. I don't know. I know. I've... Have you learned, like, how to do that No. What the <laughs> Yeah, I got to just knock it away at the stone. I have no idea what the fuck I you feel like does. if my dad did that, I'd be, like, kind of curious that I could, like, brag about it later. No, what the fuck? It's literally not pretty at all. Like, I, he showed me a fireplace he did. I was like, that's cool. It looks oh like God. a sick fireplace, Dad. For college, was that something that you wanted yourself, or did your parents kind of push you that you needed to get a degree? Yeah. My parents gave me... My mom said... If you can go through college, you, I'll support you in whatever career you want. Damn. So I was like, okay, gotta go through college, boys. I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm coming to her being like, I want to be a DJ. Like, obviously, any parents would be like, that sounds sketchy. So I was like, if I just get through college, I'll be able to do it. But I hated college in every way. Like, joining a sorority didn't feel like I really fit in. I, you know. Yeah, what was it like? Yeah, I remember I read somewhere that you were, like, in a, in a sorority. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think for some people it's awesome. For some people it's not. Like, I was always on the verge of getting kicked out. You know, I didn't really feel like I felt really belonged there. I found, found some really cool people, like specific people I found that were really cool in there. But in general, like, didn't want to go to the events, didn't want to go to the frat party, didn't want to do, the, I just didn't feel like I fit in. Was there a really Greek, like, Greek life school that you felt like you had to join it when you were, when you were a freshman or? No, Chapman doesn't have, I went to Chapman. Chapman yeah. doesn't have, like, Greek housing and shit. Like, I know other schools that are, like, Greek role, like, ah, you know, like, frats. Our school is not as much, but, like, if you want to make friends. Like, I also came here not knowing a single person. I came here from Canada. Like, I didn't know anybody. So I was like, my mom was a Delta Gamma. My grandma was a Delta Gamma. So I was like, you know, and they're like, it's awesome. You meet friends automatically. Like, you have a place. And I was like, okay. And so, you know, I joined, and, like, I don't regret it in any way. I just didn't feel like school, college in general wasn't for me. I never felt like I was myself. I never felt like I could be myself or do the things I wanted to do. I always felt like I was clamoring to, like, try to fit in, you know? Mm. And not, like, in that, like, feel sympathy for me. Just, like, I just didn't feel like I ever found my place. Was it, like, the type of creative people? Like, were you looking for more, like, creative-minded yeah. people? Yeah, and there w- really wasn't, you know? And, like, which is fine. Like, I, I never, like, people always like, why do you hate it? I'm like, I never hated college. It just wasn't for me. Like, I don't believe in the education system there. Like, memorizing tests and going through that, like, was just, like, it didn't seem smart to me like I didn't want to get a degree I wanted to go into the arts and for like music I'm not gonna be going to a show and be like here's my degree can I have a show here like you know what I mean like 
I, I'm never going to use it. I felt like it was just like such a waste of my time and money. But my parents were also like, just do it. You never know. It's a backup, right? So then I kept, fa I failed all my classes basically on purpose. And I was like, haha, see, like I fucking hate school. Like, fuck the system. You know what I mean? My parents, like, Cheney, like, will seriously support you in anything you do if you just finish college. Like, you can do it. Like, you know, like, I know you can't get A's, but you can do it. And I was like, bitch, I'll get A's. So I went and, like, got really good grades and, like, graduated. Yeah. Oh, wow. And did really well. And like, did, I got like an A on my thesis paper, Damn. which is about like death and all this crazy shit. And so I was like, I can do it. But then I hated every minute of it. Like, Rob drove me to class at six in the morning. I was a substitute teacher for a while. Like, why? I don't know. <laughs> I just had to do it. So it's like a weird part of my life that like doesn't click with me now. But I mean, I never regret college because I think I learned a lot about how to do my laundry, how to do taxes, how to be my adult, how to be able to eat healthy, how be able to, you know, say no to people, make your own friends. Like, I feel like mm. that's so important is like yeah. moving away from your parents and being able to have your own judgment on stuff. That's what I think I learned most about it. Yeah. You know, being alone and f I lived with frat guys for like a year. It was horrible. Oh my God. I adopted a puppy. Why? Oh. Like I, I did so many stupid shit, but then you learn. You know, I never did laundry at home. My mom always did my laundry. Mm -hmm. So I did my own laundry. I fucked up all my clothes for a while. Like, like all that, like learning how to yeah. become an adult, I think is so important. So I tell people, I'm like, always move away, regardless if you're in college or not, move out of your parents' house yeah. Yeah, if you can, and like be able to be an adult. If roommates, like learn about that shit. Actually, what was the reason for going to school um, in the U.S. instead of Canada? I was just over Canada, dude. Like I love Vancouver, where I'm from, but it was like I felt like it was small town. I was, I knew everyone there. I dated, had a couple bad ex-boyfriends. Like the music scene there was pretty bad. Like. Mm. I saw Cash Cash a thousand times, but they weren't, oh they weren't bringing like, they weren't bringing like new talent in, and I was like guestless girl for the nightclubs, and I feel like I, was, I already did that. I was like, there's, there's no growth for me here, you know. I was like, I really, I love music. I want to be a manager. I want to do something with music, even photography. Like, I need to go somewhere that, that has the avenue, you know. Yeah. And like Vancouver, I just feel like it didn't have it. I was bored there. And I think it was yeah. you majored in sociology and leadership. I majored, I majored in sociology with a minor in leadership. Um, why? Because I just thought, I think sociology was the only degree I felt like I actually learned a lot about people right, yeah. and emotions and skills and like that's why I wanted to do it. So I, why didn't you study a creative subject? Because music there, the music, like, there was no like DJ production, you know, there was like mm -hmm. musical theory, like instruments and like that, I feel like I could never have, I don't know, I feel like I would never have gotten into it. It was like too, it was like you have to try out and like apply and like all this crazy stuff. I was like, wow, I've never been able to do that. And I never really wanted to be a musician. I wanted to be a manager. And then, oh, okay. yeah, and I was like, cause you know, that's just like, it seems easy to me. I love PR, I'm really good at marketing. I love music. I'm always in the EDM scene, like cool job. And then, you know, one day, like I'm, yeah. I met my boyfriend and he's producing and I was like, this sucks. Like do this and this. He's like, you know what, fuck you, make your own music. And I was like, you know what, I will. I got all like sassy. And then I went and pirated Ableton. And I was like, let's do this. And I watched a thousand freaking how-to videos. I asked him a thousand questions and I made like a rap beat. And I was like, it's pretty, like people like look at it now, like it's so good. I'm like, it literally took me an hour. Not because I was like easy, it's just because it was, it was so simple. It has like four instruments in it and people loved it. And there's a huge, people were like, whoa, this is so cool. You're a girl, you can do it. Oh, and I was like, okay, fuck, I'll just try it. You know, I was like, why not try? And then cray happened and it all happened. Like kept going, so I was like, okay, <laughs> gonna try it. You know, my friends were like, don't give up, like, cause I, you know, it'll make money in music. Yeah, it takes a long time to make money. So I was like, not making any money. I was poor, and I was like, what am I gonna do? This is after you graduated. Yeah, and my mom was like, give a year. My mom was like, give a year of me helping yeah. you, 
And then I had, you know, Rob came with From Nothing, and he's doing music too, so we're both starving artists. Like, what the fuck do we do? <laughs> like, trying to get shows at, like, free shows, though, because everyone was like, you're not big enough to me, for me to pay you. And I'm like, for exposure, like, here I go. And so we just, I kept trying and trying, and then one day, you know, it just started happening. Yeah. It just started going. What was the reason behind choosing Cray instead of your actual name? Like, I know it's, like, the yeah. kind of... My name is Cheney Ray. Yeah, so my parents call me Cray. My entire family calls me Cray since I was a baby. So, like, for me, like, thinking of a name that's, like, just something I already innately know, and something about me is just Cray. Like, my mom was like, why would you even... I was choosing all these different names. I don't even know what I was thinking. I was thinking of, like, something, I don't know, some goofy shit. And she's like, why would you not name yourself Cray because you're Cray? And I was like, I guess that's right. And some people think it's because I'm crazy. I'm like, okay. You know, like, you're so crazy. I'm like, it's not crazy. It's just my name, Cheney Ray, C-Ray. Do you never think of actually just using your own name? Yeah, I mean, everyone knows my own name. Like, I tell yeah. everyone it's Cheney Ray. I put my Cheney Ray on everything. So, like, I'm sure one day, you know, like, as I go towards live projects and stuff, like, maybe it'll change. But, like, Cray's also me. Like, I get called Cray. And people say Cray, I'm like, yeah, because that's, like, what I was called as a kid. So it seems so, like, natural. Do you think there are any disadvantages, like, now that's become kind of, like, a trendy word? Oh, it's a huge trendy word. That's why on Google and shit, if you put Cray, it's not going to come up. It's, it's going to come up with that shit Cray or, like, some other fucking meme. Yeah. It's never me, but, like, I don't give a shit. If you're going to find me, you're going to find me. Cray music, Cheney Ray music. Like, I'm Cray Sounds. Everyone knows Cray Sounds now. People think I'm, my name is Cray Sounds. So I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> as long as you find the music, you know, people can find it. Yeah. And on Spotify, I'm Cray. So. Was there, like, a pivoting point where you, like, after you started doing music full-time, they were like, oh, wait, like, everything's actually coming together? Um, let me think. Uh, I had my first show. I think, actually, like, Nessie HQ, like... And Dancing Astronaut, like, did a blog post about one of my songs. Like, I don't even remember which one it was. It was so long ago. I think that was, like, the coolest thing for me ever. Like, I didn't make money, but I was like, oh, my God. Like, people are writing about me. Like, maybe I'm doing cool shit. And then I found out that a ton of people get blogs. And I was like, hey, this doesn't really do anything, but it's still cool. Like, I felt like mm -hmm. that was dope. I got my first show at Exchange. I opened up at, like, eight doors. Actually, wait, my first show ever was in Counterpoint Music Festival in Atlanta. I brought my tractor. Oh my God. And it was a silent disco, and it was literally me and, like, I think it was, like, Moving Castle or someone else. I think it was Moving Castle, yeah. On the <laughs> other decks. My boyfriend played that show. <laughs> it was so long ago. I, I had no idea what I was doing. I was so scared. Like, I was freaking the fuck silent out. Silent disco is also just, like, hard Horrible. to read. It's, yeah, well, you can't. And they're all, like, yeah. you know, and my boyfriend was there, Rob, but he was, like, my safety blanket, like, you can do it. And I was, like, uh, uh. I was, like, so scared because everyone was yelling. It was 4 a.m., by the way. Woo, headline. Like, it was so bad. And I was like, okay, I can do it. I didn't get paid anything, obviously. But I was like, I can do it. I can do it. And then I waited, and then I had exchanged my first show ever. And, like, that was, like, last year. And I opened for, like, I don't even remember who I opened. I think it was Crane and then someone else. Oh, wow. I played at, like, 8 when doors opened. And I was yeah. just like, what's up, guys? And, like, <laughs> you know, it just starts happening. Like, still, music is hard, you know. It's, you don't make a ton of money when you're, unless you're big, mm -hmm. right? Like, I know a ton of artists who don't, still don't get paid for shows that well because it's just you know also with travel like yeah. I toured with Anna Leno and that was like the I honestly that was one of the pillows of my career when I was like I'm doing the things so I these two powerful women yeah, and Anna Vegas, and Nina right? and I felt so like cool. having their advice and their wisdom it was just like made me feel like I could do it I did felt you, so cool yeah. did you know them before like how were you able to get that Anna always put me on she found me and she always supported me put me on the radio show followed me like always like wanted new music and was just like super supportive and I was like 
this is like what I want in a role model, like a powerful woman, like kicking ass and making amazing music and doing kick ass shit and been doing it for so long. I was like, this is amazing. And she was like, I want you to come to Hyper House. And I like freaked out, started crying. I was like freaking the fuck out. And I literally joined these women and we did this tour and it was like the best ever because they're so funny and they're awesome and they are so real. And they told me like real honest advice in the industry and like took me another way. I felt like a little baby, like being cradled by them. Oh. <laughs> and we played awesome shows. And like that was my first time ever touring or doing shows. So I was so nervous. And then she still like was like, dude, you're kicking ass. Like who gives a fuck? And I was like, I don't know, but I love you. So I feel like that when I came back from that tour, I felt like, wow, like I tour with amazing artists. I actually, there's fans there. Like, I feel like that's when I was like, okay, wait, maybe I am an artist. Maybe this is, can work out. Yeah. You know, like maybe this is a thing for me. Were you ever scared? Because I guess when you first started out, other than your boyfriend, you didn't have other people in the industry. Were you ever scared of like getting scammed or like getting oh, into yes. bad deals? Oh my God, that's yeah. why I have signed yeah. no deals. <laughs> I still am scared. I still think people are going to fucking, you know, try to fuck me up. And, you know, I have like keywords. Like if a guy ever goes to me like, we need a token girl. Like, I'm not going to sign with you or do anything with you. Or if they're like, you're good for a girl. I'm like, okay. Or like, do you make, do you make your music because you're a girl? I'm like, those are the kind of things I'm like, I'm not going to give you the time of day. Yeah. If you don't at least give me some respect, you know, like at least. But yeah, I feel like everyone's going to scam everyone. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm just so distracted by what's going on over there. I think it's like, I think it's when you get like bugs and shit, right? Oh. And it's like, oh, they have to like no. air it out. Yeah, fumigated. Yeah, it's for bugs. Damn. That's my house. What are you, <laughs> you're being so rude. <laughs> I guess for like a lot of your social media, you like to like post yourself. Was that something that you like always did? Like post selfies and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I always did that. I mean, it's point of expression. Like guys do it too, just don't do it as much. I, I always, like all my photos are either like me trying to look fucking hot and me being like, I look good today or me being trying to be funny. Like I wear these really weird outfits and I like to show them off. I think they're funny. It's just part of my personality. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are like, yo, like, she's too cute to be like making music. And it's like, what? Like I feel like, being cute has nothing to do with music at all. So you were always like a gamer, right? I always was a gamer, but I just recently, like September, started streaming. But I've always gamed since a kid. I'm a big gamer. Yeah. But just recently started streaming within the last year. How did you think of the idea of starting to stream? Well, um, I've always, I, know about, I knew about Twitch, but I didn't really know what it was about. And then I met my closest friend now, is Tucker, I met him. And he is a big streamer and he was like, yeah, it's so awesome. It's so cool. And like, I was looking on the platform. I was like, wait, there's no musicians really on it. And I was like, I game a lot. And you know, like I make no money right now. I have a lot of free time. Like, why don't I just try it and see if it works? And then it worked really well. So now I game and I do music stuff and it works out. It's awesome. It's like, I love my community on Twitch. They're the most loyal fans in the world. Are like, I adore them. fans of your music and would go to your yeah. shows and stuff? Yeah. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. One of my... One of my um, longtime subscribers to Twitch came to a sh came to my show at Solstice, and it was his first EDM show, and he like freaked out. He wrote, yeah, he wrote me and Rob these letters, and he got Rob's logo tattooed on him, and it was all because he met me through Twitch. And I was like, oh my what? god! I was like, what? My Twitch babies? When I was when I was DJing, I saw four of them, and like these are my Twitch babies. They're like my children. I feel like you know, so I talked to them all the time on Twitch, but then I saw them in my concert front row, like head banging. One of them printed out a photo of my face. Oh my god! And they're like, Jenny! And I was like, this is so dope being able to like bring people music genres and be able to show them different music. And they're like, we never knew this even existed. I'm like, well, here's EDM. Eat it. You know, I was like, here it is. And you did some like, wasn't, was it conference or like competition, like a gaming? Oh, PAX? Yeah, yeah. There's conventions that like have a ton of new games and you can like meet and greet. So it's like basically like a, 
a, like a fast free like gaming everything gaming like equipment and games and like you just go there basically get blacked out with other streamers and then like look at new games and like do cool shit like that do you ever feel like as like an artist you're taking less seriously if you're like gaming or like posting a lot of selfies no i mean i think people if you're if you're if you seriously think someone doesn't have talent because they game that's nothing to do with anything take selfies still nothing to do with anything i think the people who think that are you know bored at home i guess i don't know like mm -hmm. i have fans and i've also, gaming is so universal, like, gaming has nothing to do with, like, I don't know, work, I don't, I can't even see the correlation, like, gaming and music are so close to, close together, like, mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine my life without gaming, I couldn't imagine my life without music, it doesn't make one worse or better. Yeah. I think that, I know uh, most of my friends who are producers love gaming, Rocket League, like, I know yeah. Lucas is streaming, like, I know a ton of people, gamers are streaming, and, like, that's so cool, like, why would you not? Yeah. You know, it's, it's awesome, it's fun. How did you get into doing the Pesto Boys? <laughs> well, I just watched it today. That's why people. So like, everyone loves it. It so looks really cool. Yeah, so many industry people are like, so what's a Pesto Boy? I'm like, if you don't know, then you're not one. <laughs> but one drunk night on stream, on Tucker's stream, we I was I played some song. I don't, drunkenly, we got. I was like, where are my Pesto Boys at? Like, I fucking love Pesto. And the chat, I guess people watching were like, yeah, fuck yeah, Pesto, what a little Pesto Boys. The next morning woke up and people were like, Pesto Boys for forever, Pesto Boys, Pesto Boys. And we were like, why is this a thing? So we just started like kind of just rolling with it and it turned into this huge thing. That's and now crazy. it's like a collective of just people. How about like the YouTube videos then? Oh yeah, we do like shitty cooking and shit like that. Tucker just, he has a YouTube channel. I just made mine, but he does funny skits like that. So we we're just doing like Pesto Boys does this. Pesto Boys goes to holy shit. Because the Pesto Boys is just us, so like people yeah. can like, but everyone's a Pesto Boy, you know? We just, we just started it. <laughs> Explain your tattoos. <laughs> I don't know, like, everyone's like, you're so bold rubbing a hand tattoo. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. He, my tattoo artist actually freehanded that. Damn. Um, my first tattoo I ever got was this anchor when I was, I think, 17. My grandpa was in the Navy. And oh, I was, wow. Yeah, so, and I was in a sorority, and I was like, let's do this. <laughs> so I got that when I was really young. And then the rest, I got my cat. So basically, I hate cats. I used to hate cats, mm -hmm. and um, I was a, I'm a huge dog person. And I went to the shelter, and I saw this motherfucking black cat that was gonna get killed, or whatever. Like it's, they were like, "This is, you know, we just saved him from the kill shelter, you know, like, whatever. He's a cat." And I was like, "Whatever." So I was walking around the dogs, and I couldn't really find anything. And I went to the cats, and I was like, "Ew, like why am I here?" And I was like, "You know, cats are easier going. Like I'm touring and stuff. Like I have a dog." Mm -hmm. I was like, "So they're like, fuck, am I gonna get a damn cat?" <laughs> So I went into the cat room and I hugged all these cats and I was like, ew, they're all mean. And this one damn black cat was six years old, had like cuts out of its ear, had like scars on its head. Damn. And I was like, damn, that cat's looks sick. It looks mean. I was like, yeah, like, bite me. <laughs> and it literally was like the nicest fucking cat. It like rolled on his belly. And I was like, I'm taking the damn cat home. So I take it home. My boyfriend is deathly afraid of cats. He's like, what the fuck? It's going to kill me. And I was like, yeah, it's going to kill you. All right. It's like this big. And... I named it after Freddy Cougar because I love horror movies. And so I was like, here he is, and now we have a damn cat. So I got him tattooed on me. Ballsy, right? I was like, I hate cats, but now I'm almost like, what happened to you? LA changed you. I was like, no, it's just a cat. But so I love my cat. Um, this is from my this is my mom. When we were um, growing up, we had some like troubles like just living with our, with my the divorce and my parents had this this fight or whatever, anything. We had I was always alone with my mom. And we had this tiny place with like a ton of dogs, but she sang this song, this butterfly song, and I'll always remember it. And so, oh. yeah, so I got her, and that's me, and then this is my little sister. 
who's flying away because she's this is like our like a home, home base yeah. my sister's like seven so she's like she's like 12 she's like flying away from the nest <laughs> so she, that's why i have butterflies <laughs> yeah i have a beetlejuice tattoo because i love beetlejuice i like horror movies i have uh all work no play from the shining big horror movie weirdo and yeah i don't know i just i just love tattoos <laughs> so i got them all last question what do you want to be remembered for <laughs> I don't even care about being remembered, you know? I just want to make an impact now. Like, I don't care about, you know, my fame lasting. Like, my music's there, and I want it to touch people, and I want it to help people. And if it's there for them, then it's there for them. And I want to make people laugh, and that's mm -hmm. kind of it. I don't need oh. to, yeah. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm remembered for my good looks and stunning, like, my muscles. <laughs> uh, yes. I work out a lot. No, I don't. I should work out. <laughs> Yeah. Oh god. Okay, bye guys. <laughs>